Welcome to the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com to subscribe to the podcast and check out the Venus blog. And of course, if you love it, share it. Now, sit back, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the show with your host, Venus. Welcome to the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. I'm your host, Venus. Today's episode is going to be all about how I became a cuckoldress and what those first experiences were like for me. And spoiler alert, they were crazy hot. All right, so it's going to be a really fun episode and I hope you'll enjoy it. First, just a uh, quick little reminder for those of you who are just curious about what cuckolding actually is uh, or have never heard of it before. I'll just give you a, a little quick little explanation here. So cuckolding, this is my definition anyway, cuckolding is a relationship between two people where she sleeps with whoever she wants and he is only faithful to her and they both love it that way. Usually it's in a committed, long-term, loving, caring relationship. So that's what cuckolding is. It's a one-sided, open relationship. First, I think I will tell you a little bit about myself because I think it's important to know kind of what my background is and how I got into this and why it fit me so well. So for a long time, I see right back to high school, I have always had a pretty significant sexual appetite and been really open-minded um, and curious to learn about new things. And so I really, I was pretty slutty right from day one um, in high school and and throughout my life. And I think in, in high school, I, I mean, I slept with a lot of guys and I liked it and I had fun and I definitely had the reputation of being a slut. And of course, in high school, it's not the greatest thing. So it, I, I wouldn't say it damaged me, it really didn't. But um, it bothered me a little bit that people kind of labeled me like that. Now, I totally embrace that term and um, think it's something to be admired. So that's changed. But anyway, I I always had a healthy sexual appetite. So <laughs> that that never really changed. Um, and I you know I had a lot of boyfriends and I, I couldn't seem to ever stay faithful to them. I cheated on all of them. And at first, like, I really honestly thought that there was something wrong with me. I was like, why can't I just, you know, not cheat on this guy? I mean, I don't understand because it was like guy after guy I would cheat on him. He'd find out we broke up. I was like, oh, shit, like I did it again. And I, like, I really honestly thought that there was something wrong with me. And this continued for like my whole life. <laughs> and so anyway, that's a little bit about my my past. Um, back in 2008, I came across the Dan Savage column, Savage Love. And for those of you who don't know Dan Savage, he writes for this stranger in Seattle, a newspaper in Seattle. And um, it's published all across the world. But um, it's fantastic. Basically, it's sex advice column for um, people who, you know, write in their questions, and he lets you know what to do. But uh, he gets all sorts of 
questions about different kinds of relationships. And up until then, I had never actually heard of anything other than your usual story of monogamy. So I had no idea that there were other kinds of relationships that even existed. Like, And that's crazy to think, but like, I had never heard of anything other than monogamy. That whole bullshit story of like you, you know, there's one person out there for you, this magical love that you will find. And if you guys love each other enough, that you'll never cheat on each other. And, and if you do cheat on each other, then you don't, you just never loved each other enough in the first place. And and that was the bullshit story that I had learned my life and, and never kind of questioned it until I came across Dan Savage. And when I started to read about different kinds of relationships in his columns, I was just like blown away. I, I had no idea that it existed. And it was actually like a pivotal moment in my life because I think I knew deep down in my my heart that there was something else out there for me other than this kind of standardized monogamy kind of relationship. <laughs> so the more I read about Dan Savage and... Um, his advice to people, the more curious I became. And right around that same time, I found myself in a swingers chat room. And it was the first time that I was exposed to swingers. And I had, like, I didn't know anything about them. But the first thing that I thought was so incredible and so amazing was these people were really cool. Like every single one of them, really nice, non-judgmental, very friendly, and very accepting of other people. And I thought, wow, like every single person in that lifestyle was like this. And I thought that was, that's just so cool. But for me, it was fascinating to be able to see these couples who could successfully be non-monogamous, like have sex with other people. And that jealousy factor wasn't there. And for me, I was just blown away by that. Like I was shocked surprised. And yet I loved it so much. And I just wanted to learn more. So through the swingers lifestyle, I mean, I met some really, really amazing friends at to this day. So for like the last, I don't know, 10 plus years, I still have these amazing friends in this lifestyle. And it's because of them that I was able to or because of that, that community that I was able to have some really insane, hot, experiences and kind of open my sexuality and explore it and go down that road. So it was pretty amazing. And I will always be grateful for that opportunity. So the swinging lifestyle was, you know, was pretty awesome for having experiences and being able to to have, you know, threesomes, foursomes, orgies, and just be around people who thought about sex as something that was so different from what I had, you know, thought about before. And it was just a fantastic experience. But dating in that lifestyle kind of sucked. So the majority of the time that I spent in that lifestyle, I'd say 99% of the time, I spent it as a solo woman myself and my girlfriends. And so I was like a unicorn. And I was able to just basically do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and enjoy that kind of freedom, that kind of sexual freedom to just make my own choices and not have to be dictated uh, by somebody else what I could do and what I couldn't do. And so I kind of got used to that. And I liked it. And so when I would come across somebody who I wanted to date, uh, which wasn't very often, but because there's not a lot 
lot of solo guys that are at these events. But when I did, I was kind of like turned off by the whole okay, now I got to think about this person and they have to give me some rules about what I can and can't do so that they stay comfortable. And I have to communicate with this person about what I'm doing and they have to be there or they have, you know, there's all these rules and boundaries and limits and everything like that, which is totally normal in the swingers community. But for me, I was like, this kind of sucks. Like, I don't really like it. I want to do whatever I want. I want to, I want to, just do it. And I remember, this is so crazy, but I remember one day I was thinking about, okay, what is it that I really want? And I just could have stood there, closed my eyes. And I had this kind of vision in my mind where I was in this big room and there was a lot of people there. And I was kind of in the center of the room. And there were all of these people who I know in the swingers community who were all around me. And then there was like, people who were kind of like pawing at me like, mm, like, I want to get with you and stuff like that. And I turned and looked and this guy who was like my boyfriend or husband or something, who was kind of further out towards the edge of the room. And he was standing there and he just had this smile on his face. And he was looking at me like, that's my girl, like, look at her. And that's what I thought about in my mind. And I was like, oh, well, if only I could find that. <laughs> but and at that moment, I had never heard of cuckolding, did not know what it was. I had no idea about this lifestyle that I'm in now. And yet I knew that that's what I wanted. And it wasn't Oh, when was it? Like, I don't know, a few months later when I was on Tinder and on my Tinder profile, it said that have no plans on being monogamous. So I hope you're okay with that. And because <laughs> I like for me, I'm very straightforward upfront about that. Like, why, why bother waste my time with somebody who is, you know, set on monogamy and we, you know, spend time together and, and have feelings for each other and then realize we're not compatible in that way. So for me, it makes no sense to invest that time into somebody when you're not even compatible in what you want for monogamy so or sexuality for that matter and so I'm upfront about that and so this guy who uh, was visiting Vancouver at the time he uh, matched with me I guess he decided that that was a pretty good thing to have on a profile for a woman because he's a cuck like he knew that that's what he wanted but he wanted to be able to find a girl who would be into it and apparently that's not easy so we first talked a little bit about like this whole he wanted to know about you know so you sleep with other people like tell me about that and stuff and I just kind of talked about it a little bit and the more we talked the more like he just brought it up a little bit by a little bit a little bit and then over the next couple of weeks he finally dropped that term cuck and I was like what is that <laughs> so he explained it to me, the fact that he wanted me to sleep with whoever I wanted to sleep with, and that the more, the better. And <laughs> he just wanted to be faithful to me. He did not want to do that on his own. Like, that was not part of the plan. Like, he just wanted to date me, he didn't want to sleep with anybody else, but he really wanted me to sleep with other people. And I was just like, oh my, fuck, are you serious? Like, this is too good to be true. I feel like I just hit the jackpot and I really liked him. And so I was like, 
wow, this is awesome. <laughs> and so this became something that kind of blossomed between us. And the more we dove into it, the more I loved it. And from that point on, <laughs> it was just awesome. And I've literally never looked back since then. Uh, so it was quite the experience being able to find somebody who could love me just for that and everything else about me. But literally just for that part alone is so difficult to find somebody who will love you for your sluttiness is just <laughs> like as a woman that's hard to find that's kind of like opposite from what you would expect and but it's true this guy absolutely loved and adored that side of me and encouraged it and celebrated it and I felt like for the first time in my life I had found something that truly belonged to me like this lifestyle was meant for me and so I know that's different from a lot of women because a lot of women are introduced by their husband. They bring it up and they're, they're not quite sure. They're like, mm, I don't know. Maybe this is not like they don't have the traits or whatever for it or whatever. And they're not quite sure. And they kind of dip their toes into it a little bit at a time. But for me, no, I just dove right in. I was like, I am all for this. This is exactly what I have been waiting for. So it was a perfect fit right from the beginning. At that time, I had already like a bunch of guys that I was sleeping with. So I was continuing with that and just meeting new guys and sleeping with them and stuff like that. But he he was just like really excited, like the more guys that I was with and I was having tons of fun and it was pretty awesome. But for the first actual cuckolding experience, I had found this bull. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that the guy that I fuck, that's the term that I give him as a bull. That's his role. That's what he does. I'll go into more detail in different episodes about what exactly that is. But this bull that I had found, I had found him through a post I had put online back in the day when Craigslist personals was a thing. And I had in my ad put something like, uh, I would really, actually I was looking for a black guy at the time. And I, I said, I want my boyfriend to be able to listen on the phone. So you have to be okay with that. And so there was this upfront expectation that this was going to happen. I was going to have my boyfriend listen on the phone during this experience. And so I was kind of fucking nervous. I'd never done this before. I mean, I've had lots of obviously amazing sex, crazy experiences, but I had never actually had someone I love listen on the phone before. So I was a little nervous, but um, we had set up a hotel and I remember walking into the lobby and I was on the phone with uh, my boyfriend and I was just, just a ball of nerves, just super nervous, but he was reassuring and excited as well, nervous as well. Cause up until that point, he had not done that either. And I didn't really know this bull very well, but I did have a good feeling about him. I had talked to him a bit about what was happening and stuff like that. And he was all, he was all for it. This bull had experience in, um, with cuckolding couples. So that was reassuring to me that he understood this dynamic. And so I walked upstairs, um, or I walked to the elevator, went upstairs and, uh, walked into the room and, met up with this guy. He was hot. And um, he just kind of gave me a smile when I walked into the room. And I was like, hey, I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited. And then I don't really remember. I think we had a drink first. And then I took off my clothes. And 
and got up uh, my phone and dialed my boyfriend's number, got him on the phone and dropped to my knees and then in front of this guy and just sucked that big dick with my boyfriend listening on the phone. And it was so fucking hot. Like it was hot because the experience itself was hot. But just having my boyfriend listening to that, like the phone is literally right next to my face, but having him listen to that, oh my God, it was like really fucking hot. And um, so he could hear what I was doing, but I was still a little bit like nervous about saying anything into the phone at that point, because this is my first experience and stuff. So I think, oh my God, it was like, it's actually hard for me to talk about right now because it was so sexy. But at one point, this bull decided to kind of take charge and he started giving me some dialogue. Like, (laughs) I was not expecting that. And he was telling me to say things into the phone. And I was like, this is things I would not normally say at that point. I mean, I have no problem saying it now, but oh my God, I was a little bit shocked. and But it was so fucking hot. And the moment I said it, oh my God, I could feel the reaction from my boyfriend on the phone. I could literally feel it. Like it was just the most intense, hot, turn on thing ever. <laughs> and for him and for me, <laughs> so... There was just this dialogue that was going on between the three of us. Oh, my God. It was so sexy. <laughs> and this guy's dick was so big. So, like, oh, fuck. It was, um, it was like, literally everything I could have hoped it to be for this experience. It was insanely fucking hot. And after I left, I <laughs> called my boyfriend and I was just like wow, that was something else. And he was just beside himself as well. It was just the most incredible experience I've ever had in my life. And who knows, maybe it will continue to be the most incredible experience I've ever had in my whole life. And I just feel like I was literally on top of the world after that for for days. I was like, it was like feeling like I was high. It was that intense. But it was so connecting between me and him. Like that experience that we shared, maybe because it was the first or maybe because it was just so different from what we'd ever experienced before. I don't know, but it brought us so close together. And I remember him saying afterwards, I trust you more now than ever. And I think that just is like the perfect example of what cuckolding relationships can do is that this whole thing is not about me cheating on him. This is about us kind of like exploring our trust together in a way that brings us so close, which is what people don't understand about cuckolding relationships. They think that it's all about her just fucking other guys. They don't even understand that there's this whole layer to it that is something that grows relationships and makes them solid and beautiful and incredible and long lasting. So That's what I hope to portray to people that, you know what, it was about a sexual experience for me that first time, but it was also something that for me, it clicked as far as the relationship went. It was like, all right, this is what love really is. This is what exploring your sexuality with the person you love is. 
And so for that, I will always be grateful for that opportunity. And I love the fact that I found cuckolding, but it, it, because, you know, you, you could search your whole life looking for something that really kind of fits you like that. But for me, it's, sucks because it's really hard to find. Because like I said before, it doesn't work when it's with somebody who you don't love. So finding love is difficult, of course, as it is. But finding love with somebody who clicks with you in this kind of a relationship dynamic, I mean, that's that's really fucking hard as well. So that part kind of sucks. But it is possible. You just have to keep looking and not give up. So anyway, that's my story about how I got into cuckolding relationships. That was back in 2015. And I've had a few relationships since then. And it's it like I said, it's not easy to find. So anyway, I, I hope that more women become interested in it. And maybe when you hear this story about how I got into it and what that first experience was like, maybe you'll consider it. Maybe you will understand it in a different way that is more positive to what is being portrayed out there as cuckolding. So that's my hope. Anyway, uh, please make sure that you visit venuscuckoldress.com to uh, have a look at the blog and also subscribe to the podcast. And you can always visit me on Twitter at cuckoldressb. All right, thanks for tuning in. believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast. And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.